0: The rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. True good friend Jimbo back, kind of live. Uh, last week we had the um, the recording from the the live show. Me and the wife did, which was pretty fun. Um, just a little hint or uh scoop or whatever um i tried another another hot sauce that she actually picked up and it's, it's not bad it's got a little kick to it so next time we do a live show we'll be putting that in our hot sauce lineup with all the questions that she uh she comes up with um before we get into the show though no i'm not gonna Say head over to ww.buymea stsports slash st sports to show your support for the show. Um or that we have the stay tuned sports chat line still up STS chat, 612 STS chat. But right before we came on to the show, we had some upsetting news, I guess you would say, at least at least in my on my side of it. Um Former Baltimore Raven, Tony Saragusa, passed away. Uh, I think I said 55 years old. Um, a little upset about it. I mean, obviously, you know, whenever you hear any of the the good players, the greats that pass away from the NFL or, or baseball or, or hockey, obviously, you know, it makes you a little upset because you grew up watching them or you watch them now. And, but with, with Saragusa, with me personally, you know, he was a very good football player, but I loved, loved him as a silent reporter. I thought he was one of the more um, straightforward and kept it honest. Um, I remember one game, I forget who who was playing, but it was definitely during the the winter. Um, maybe it was a playoff game. I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure, but it was cold out. It, it could have been Green Bay or Chicago, like that type of cold. And, uh, there he is with his fur coat on. And, um, he was still freezing his ass off. And the the commentators up in the booth who were in heated rooms with the heaters and all that went down to him and asked him, how's he feeling? And he just, he, he said it how he felt. He's like, I hate the cold. This shit's not for me. You know, uh, I'm sure if you go on YouTube, you can find some of the funniest clips of Tony Saragusa. Um but definitely a a big loss and at a young age you know 55 years old is not old Um, and uh, you know for me personally you know I'm 40 uh, only 15 years away from me you know I know 15 years sounds like a lot but kind of makes you reflect a little bit but um, just want to give prayers out to the The saragusa family and the friends definitely will miss you tony so i know we kind of started off the the show a little bit different than than normal i know we usually started off talking about uh the stay tuned sports podcast truck series um and last friday we were at talladega uh as far as i went i was i was pretty proud of myself um was able to keep up with the pack uh was able to draft did you know I, I think i actually made up to the top 10 at one point um drafting off off of uh i think doug neal was the one i was driving mostly behind um but then when it came time for green flag pit stops uh i messed up <laughs> i mean i messed up bad you know for all the shit I used to give Chris Darling about missing his pit box. Um, I missed it twice once with the first green flag uh, pit stop and then I believe the second one later on. and once I did that, I wasn't able to, to keep up with the guys leaving the um, the pits who came down with me and just ended up getting lapped I think I ended up being two laps down was a fun race, um, I think it was a total of like three cautions and unfortunately for me the second second or third caution that came out didn't really, the only thing it helped me with was um, I was able to catch back up with the pack. Uh, I was down two laps, Adam Dama was able to get back on the lead lap, but at least i was able to drive around people um and not just drive the, drive on the track by myself but then came the big one and you know i, I did everything i wanted to i wanted to stay low because uh, tuesday night when uh we raced in the tnr the season finale for that uh truck series i stayed high uh, in the second lap just took me out i was out for the race um so going into friday i was like you know i'm just gonna stay low fight with myself to stay low as much as i want to push and you know pass people and get up to front and win and blah 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 i mean that's still my biggest issue right now is trying to stay patient you know one of the the best comments i I heard so far this season is to be fast you gotta go slow and that just means gotta be patient um but when that wreck that wreck happened uh just a couple laps left it's going down low and there, there was a hole there for me to go through and I forget which uh truck came down with me but we both try to fit through there he bumped me just enough and I know it wasn't intentional but um bumped me just enough and put me into the wall it was actually the last lap because that happened on like turn two motor was smoking and I said screw this I said I was gonna finish the race and i finished the race doing like 80 miles an hour across the finish line um so a little disappointing but i was happy to finish the race i'm tired of um quitting because it's not going my way or whatnot um but this week we're at texas and not sure how i feel about my chances to survive uh, i just started running some laps last night does feel like a, a interesting track to be at. Um, I already know that there's just a couple of turns that I need to uh, work on. Kind of... Kind of tricky. Seems like they're, you could run full throttle until you start sliding up the, the track and there's the wall. Which we all know how good I am at hitting the wall. But I expect a, a good race amongst everybody. I mean, I think there was only one race this season so far that was a little high in cautions for what we've been um producing so I'm expecting a good race uh didn't really do a a three uh three racers to watch uh research or whatever um but I'm interested to see uh, you know Martin Plute seems like he kind of lost that spark that he had in the beginning of the season and he's still, you know, top five in points. Just curious if, he's, if he'll be able to somehow find that spark again to, to get back up there. Um, just off the top of my head, past couple races, Nathan Maurer, uh, uh, Moyer sorry, um, has been really good. So he's another one I, I think you should watch. Um, and Philip Scott and Tristan Marr, both really fast. And I think with what seems to be a track that you could go fast um it will be interesting to see how well they do so make sure you tune in friday night three wide tv over on youtube stay tuned sports podcast truck series and before i go to the next segment i am going to do another giveaway i think i forgot to mention it last week but we're gonna do another one this week um same rules as the whole season's been going you have to watch the race and watch on lap 100 what place i'm in head over to the stay tuned sports pod bean site look for this episode and comment underneath this episode what place i was in on lap 100. if there's multiple entries then i'll pull a name from the hat um and i'll give a 25 dollars amazon gift card away to one lucky winner past week the Golden State Warriors have secured another championship finals Um, Steph Curry now has as many championships as LeBron James and it actually got me thinking like why is he not ever talked about you know when it comes to who's better LeBron or MJ or LeBron or Kobe why is he kind of like second thought I mean if LeBron is as good as Michael Jordan, why is Steph Curry not better than LeBron? You look at the teams that LeBron played on; they were, they were powerhouses. Like they were, they were. Um, let's not worry about salary cap. Let's get these big names in here, and let's win some championships, which he did. I, I don't, I can't remember. Maybe the first championship but I don't remember the other three of basically him being the face of that franchise. I mean, yes, he was. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Lakers, all that. But there was always someone right there next to him. And if you look at Steph Curry, he only had Kevin Durant, which he's a very good ball player, uh, future Hall of Famer, but he's not on... Steph Curry or LeBron James's uh level. Um I would take Dwayne Wade over Kevin Durant. Maybe Chris Bosh would be equal to Kevin Durant and Chris Bosh is a second tier big name. I'll probably get shit for saying that, but um and you know Draymond Green was already there before Kevin Durant got there, so that's why I don't consider him a name that they brought in like when LeBron went to Miami Dwayne was, Wade was already there and they brought Chris Bosh in from Toronto Uh, so you know okay LeBron is older Um, I, I think LeBron's like 37 and um, Steph is 30 33 or something 1988 he was born but um And on top of that, too, you know, with all this talk, Steph wasn't like LeBron, jumping from team to team to chase that championship. And to take it a step further, Steph beat him three times. So I, 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 even though everybody does feel Steph is a Hall of Famer, which he is, first ballot Hall of Famer, all that stuff, I think he's still a little underrated when it comes to the, the GOAT talk. I really think he should be part of the conversation when it comes to who's, you know, LeBron, Steph. If you want to start a new who's the GOAT talk, like when they used to talk, who is better? Magic, MJ, Larry Bird. Well, now you could do that with Steph, LeBron, because also, again, two different errors nowadays in any of the sports is more suited for offense compared to the 80s and the 90s with the, the Chicago Bulls and, and Michael Jordan. But if you ask me, who would I rather take? First overall draft pick, LeBron James or Steph Curry? I would take Steph Curry. LeBron? Again, I'll probably take shit for this. He's weak. He he twists his ankle. He needs to take a wheelchair out out of the the arena. Um, Steph Curry, yes, he has injuries over his career, but he's one of the greats at the three point shot. And if you're down by two with seven seconds to go, who would you rather have take a shot at a three pointer, LeBron or Steph? Obviously Steph, especially if it's a championship finals, championship game. Excuse me. Um now if you said who would I take MJ or Steph? Well I'm always gonna take Michael Jordan. I, I think he is the greatest of all time. When he came back with the Wizards, yes, he wasn't putting up the prime Michael Jordan numbers, but he showed he could still hang a little bit with the the younger generation and the newer rules and and, and things like that I just wonder how Steph and LeBron would do back in the day when you had Charles Barkley you know throwing elbows and and smashing you and where here now you get sneezed on it's a foul how good would LeBron and Steph Curry be if they played back in the 80s and 90s I don't I know they wouldn't be busts they wouldn't be as good as they were now. Just because of the injuries. Just because of how weak LeBron is sometimes. And how much of a baby he is sometimes. But definitely, I definitely would take Steph over LeBron. Nine times out of ten. So we will be right back after this quick break. I know you guys are probably like, Jimbo, what, what about what about Stanley Cup Finals? Well, guess what? Coming right up. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I have a hard time sleeping at night. So what is the stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support better sleep quality and recovery. It's one thing you can do every single day and costs you less than $3 a day. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. And we are back after that little quick break there from uh, our sponsors, Athletic Green. Make sure you head over to their their site there; they have some good stuff there uh, to help you out if you have some issues with with sleeping or vitamins or anything like that. So, I know this next segment is going to be a little little late. You know, we're pretty much in the middle of the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, last Saturday was the first game, and it surprised me. Colorado Avalanche beat the defending two-time Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. Hell of a game, though, or no? It was last Friday, I think it was. Um, it was a very entertaining game. Uh I believe it ended four-three. Went to overtime, um, but then Saturday's game was oh my freaking god! You know it was like playing easy on rookie. On NHL twenty two, seven to nothing. Colorado 1. I would expect that from Tampa Bay just because they have the the experience of being in the, the the finals and being in the playoffs and all that. I think one stat um, they put up during either Saturday's game or this past uh, Monday night's game was Tampa Bay has like forty players or so. That have played in Stanley Cup Finals in the past 10 years say Um, Colorado has four in the same amount of time so obviously Tampa Bay has the um, the experience there but those first two games showed no experience for Tampa Bay Colorado said you know what we're taking this game and we're taking it away from you. And for that first period in the first game, it looked like it. I mean, Colorado went up 3-0. Anything they did, they did right. They got it done. Tampa Bay, anything they did, they did wrong. Um, Colorado was just super fast. Tampa Bay was fast, too, but like Colorado was just like two steps ahead of them. And then Saturday night's game, I just... I, I was speechless I mean I was screaming at the TV because I'm moving for Tampa Bay I want to see the three-peat um, I think the last time I seen a three-peat in any sport was the Denver Broncos maybe back with Terrell Davis and John Elway when they played um, and it's been years and I think even decades since it happened in NHL but Monday's game was a lot different for Tampa Bay. And it's kind of funny because even after Saturday's game, uh, I was texting uh, our buddy King and and former Stay Tuned Sports truck driver, Joshua Sobel. Tampa Bay needed to come out and just smash people because the best way to take speed away is get physical. You think about football. That's why I don't believe in 40-yard dashes yeah you could be the fastest person in a 40-yard dash but you get jammed at that line you're you're stopped you're stopped right in your tracks and that's what tampa bay needed to do and they came out and they did did it i mean they showed signs in game one of, of the physicalness but i think that was more of a uh like nervousness let's get the jitters out let's hit people But Monday's game, I mean, they smashed people. And and I think to the point that it actually got under Colorado's skin because they kept trying to fight Tampa Bay, which was the first time in three games, you know, this this series. Now, as I'm recording, it's Wednesday night right now. They're actually playing tonight at 8 o'clock. Tampa Bay has to win. They have to win this game. They go down 3-1 then Colorado has a little bit of house money to play with. They could either go back to how they played in game one and just play with speed and no care. Because it kind of felt like they, they were playing like that Monday or uh, on uh, game one. And that's why it worked. But Tampa Bay's got to come out and do the same thing. they got to be physical. And if they could tie us up 2-2, two, two, I think the the momentum swings back in Tampa Bay's favor. Even though I think game, because this will be game four, I think game five goes back to Colorado. So if they have that that momentum going, going into game five, Tampa Bay does, then to come back home in Tampa and just keep being physical. Now, obviously, Colorado is going to do some adjustments here. So I think the first period is going to be interesting. Um, All three games so far have been real high scoring. I think you're going to start seeing more of a a typical Stanley Cup final score like a 3-2, 4-3. But Tampa Bay has to come out in that first period and, and take control of this game. They set the pace. They have to set the pace. And they also got to keep people out of the, the front of the net there. They did that this last game, and they won 7-2. The first two games, they weren't really that good at keeping the traffic out, out of the goalie's way. Now, even though I just said about that, goalie's got to play good, too. I mean, obviously, this last game, he played better, a lot better. But that game, two seven nothing score. I think there was maybe five of those goals were on him. Two of, two of the goals, there was traffic in front that. Tampa Bay just was not smart with the puck, turning it over. But when you have Valjevlesky, I can never say his name, um, in net, who's one of the the greatest, at least the greatest right now. Playing that when you're basically one on one with somebody, you should be stopping that puck no matter what. And he didn't game two, but I think tonight's game is gonna be a little bit different. I think, uh, I think Tampa Bay pulls it out. I think they tie it up. I think they get they, they tie it up 2 2. And then game five is uh Friday night, Friday, or, uh, yeah, I think it's Friday, Friday or Saturday night. Um, so if it is Friday night, make sure you guys tune into there. Plus, make sure you tune into Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series Three y TV. Um, and you know, if like I said, if they get the momentum going, I think they have a good chance to to wrap this up by Game Six. That's my prediction. Hopefully, they win tonight, so I don't look like an ass predicting something before it actually happened. Um, Which makes... That made no sense whatsoever. Why would I I say that? Make a prediction before it happens. Well, that's a prediction, Jimbo. (laughs) Um, It's been a long day. So I think that's going to be it for this week. Um, Head over to staytunedsports.net so you can follow all the social media accounts. I'm working on the website. Uh, I'm going to probably start adding like three YTVs um, link to YouTube. So that way you just guys click that. Friday nights instead of the searching which you don't really have to search too much we're, we're pretty much right there once you sign in um, I actually do have I did create two new pieces of merchandise made a stay tuned sports podcast shot glass and a stay tuned sports podcast pint glass whether you want soda or beer or whatnot so make sure you head to the top of our website there which is the merch tab and I'll take you right to the store with our t shirts, our hats. I believe we still have some hats on there. Um, and this new new merch. Make sure you head over, over to st stsports. Help show your support to the show. Anything you guys donate there goes right back into the giveaway, which, like I said, makes you guys tune in Friday night, 3Y TV. Stay tuned, sports podcast, truck series. Comment with what lap I was on or in on lap 100. Over at the Stay Tuned Sports Pod, uh, pod Beans website. So, till next week, true good friend Jimbo signing out.